I think what Gen Z and even millennials have done is help large employers, small employers see that this generation understands that one job may not support the family. Let's be yeah. right. Yeah. And so how do we enable them I to hope. be more control of their 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 income, their retirement, their benefits, all of these types of things? And if we're really going to start talking or pontificating, being completely outside of the box, we have to understand that traditional employer employee kind of make a thing called inflation and may not work. all of a sudden, like somehow in the fifties, one like one family member could work and you could have a nice house in the suburbs and put your kids through school. That's just not happening anymore. No. That's not a reality. This episode is brought to you by Kylo Partners. Kylo are Bullhorn's specialist and Bullhorn's first implementation partner. Our solutions have helped 950 companies worldwide to streamline, automate, and customize to get the most out of Bullhorn. Our products provide you with the tremendous ROI, including a complete document management system, Kylo Awesome Docs, and the most powerful data management tool in the ecosystem, Kylo Data Tools. To learn more, visit kylopartners.com. What is up, everybody? We are live with my lap laptop camera because I was <laughs> too lazy to bring the good one down and I didn't know we were doing this this way. But welcome to You Own the Experience or Wiley Podcast Live at SIA Exec Forum. With me, I have the co-host with the most, Mrs. Lauren Jones. It's International Women's Day. You guys here did not already know, so we're very excited. Happy we're International Women's Day. That's I mean, right. we're just getting weighted out up here with this, this whiteness. That's all right. We look so good. Funny. We look good. If you don't know who this is, I don't know where you've been under a rock. This is Mr. Matt Dichter, the Vice President of Sales of Staffing Engine. And we, while we all look good today, we're all, we also all got the sneakers only memo. Oh, yeah. So yeah. all three of sneakers us are wearing only. sneakers. We're our, our, our feet are comfortable. We feel yeah. good. We're feeling good. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't, LJ, let's get you in here more. I'm a little too much in here, a little bit too. There right. we go. There we go. Now, now, we're, pretty, now we're, we're pretty close. Now we're comfortable. We've known each other for at least a decade. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, guys, super excited. Uh, exec Worm has been great. Uh, we brought Matt on because we wanted to have a, a third party give us some information. Uh, but first, let's have LJ give us a little bit of, we want to give a little background on International Women's Day and what we're doing for. Uh, the ladies at SA Exec Forum, what's going on here? We have the book. Well, we uh, we have a couple things going. So uh, we have two booths that are selling, uh, or not selling, excuse me, giving away uh, free copies of Together We Rise. So you can go to the IMS booth, uh, which is 401, or you can go to the Blue Horn booth, which is... Right behind uh, us. 204, which is right behind us. And I know that because I look there. IMS is right there. Yep. And so to the right when you walk in, and then start it to the left when you walk in, you can go pick up a book and a book and a bookmark. Um, so we're doing that in honor of the one-year anniversary of Together We Rise and the release of our audio book at the end of the day. So it's Women's History Month as well. So we're... Yeah. So, um, by popular demand, thanks to the, and everybody in the industry, uh, the audiobook will be out at the end of March. We have the women's function tomorrow and Thursday from nine to noon, where some of the authors from Together We Rise will be there to talk about the progress, if you want to call it progress that we're making. Oh, um, we've slid back a little bit, but I I love seeing the new entrepreneurs that we have in women from twenty twenty out so i have there's some hope um and we're just going to keep keep doing our thing chicken wing and then uh obviously you could buy the book online i was trying to get some links set up on here 
uh, but I could not get them live. So I apologize. But we'll have we'll get links everywhere for you guys. Uh, if you are tuning in live, make sure that you tell us where you're from. I see some some notes in the chat. So let's go. We're doing all this from one computer. Oh, well, thank you, LinkedIn user. <laughs> thing is not working very well today. Anyway, uh, Matt, I tasked you with taking notes. I took notes. I've got them in front of me and my cell phone. I took, I've got plenty of notes. So what are some of the highlights so far cool. that you've, and the interesting insights that you've seen? Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give some of my top takeaways from the show so far. Uh, obviously, what I'm most excited about is all the attention that conversation AI and AI is getting. Couldn't help myself, guys. Couldn't help himself. Couldn't help myself. I mean, neither could Barry because on his opening, you know, he had a haiku about about. Yeah, Chad GPT wrote a. You didn't see it. He wrote um, it. We we were also just in uh, a session about um, pivots and ways coming out of COVID, and the chief digital officer Darren Simons from Kelly Services was talking about some of the implications about uh, Chat GPT, and you know. Interesting for a long time. Um, you know, we've used automation to um, basically mitigate repetitive tasks. And then we've had recruiters and sellers um, actually do the, you know, the, the human touch points. Chat GPT is a little bit of a disruptor there and that can take a lot of data and give a targeted sales message. And so, you know, the question he posed was, you know, is this potentially? Um, reducing or replacing some of the work that salespeople and recruiters do. We certainly say, no, we're not here to replace recruiters. We want to help um, keep them focused on relationship building. But there's some interesting use cases there. I think that, and we say this all the time, right? So automation, AI, repetition, people and relationships. And I don't think it's, I don't think AI, I think ChatGPT, um, personal, ChatGPT doesn't get it right all the time. No, I have, a, I have a funny, a funny stat. But at least it doesn't insult you like my spies. Well, yeah. Well, sometimes it's nice to be insulted by a robot. I mean, it could be insulted by I a human. I for the beta. No, so. Because I'm, you know, I just want to see how much it can yeah, stay around. Well, you know? So there was a, a publication that has been, in, in, there's a science, science fiction um, publication that takes, like, you know, amateur authors and will publish them if it's a, if it's a good story. And they had to stop because apparently like some high side hustle. YouTube video told them what's a good way to make money because if they publish it, they have to pay you. And so they kept, like, they're getting inundated with really terrible AI generated books or like yeah. shirts yeah. that is on science fiction and they're bad. It's but really funny. The point of all of that is what AI can do yeah, is enable. Yeah. And uh, help you do more with less while you take those relationship type people in. in High touch scenarios yeah. and, and let all of the repetition be done by the chat GPTs and the AIs and all. And like, and like I, I know that you've been using it. I wrote a blog post recently, and I, you know, I basically used chat GPT to give me a shell, and then I filled in yep. a personal. Well, that's personal what you should stories. be. I think that's the best. Uh, that's the best use case right now. I'll give a little sales tip. I've already on the sales side of things. This can also be on the recruiting side. But one of the things that um, in sales reach out, a lot of folks struggle right. with is having. You know, automated messages at scale that aren't personalized. So one of the things that a lot of popular sales leaders, including my friend Keith Waitman, you know, talk about is how you can take something that someone's interested in and tie it into your solution. Well, ChatGPT can do that. As a real life uh, use case, we were you know trying to figure out our messaging going to um, a exec forum this week, and I wrote the ChatGPT 
please give me three commonalities between Miami, South Beach, and conversational AI. And it was talking about, you know, I really don't, I don't want to hear about that. Inter- like, inter- I'm scared. Innovation, innovation was an example of how, you know, Miami is at the forefront of fashion and, and diversity and all that. In a similar way, you know, conversation with AI is at the forefront of yep. innovation okay. technology. So, I love the correlation. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's well, pretty we've good. used it to summarize data. I mean, we had, we had 12 pages worth of input. Yeah, that was so much input. I can't believe it accepted all that. I'm still like, I try to yeah. use Jasper sometimes and it won't. Ja- no, I love Jasper for sales methods. Yeah. More, more over chat gpt so we Did have you do the you, yeah. you put the 12 pages in chat gpt because it'll accept all that content yes okay and then well so i put it i need chat i need GPT. access to that for the episodes yes when we, when we summarize these transcripts it would be nice yes so um well you i use otter because otter does a great job on transcription and it allows you to chapter it out anyway nerding out yeah sorry um, we're being kind of <laughs> We're getting a behind-the-scenes look at how we do the things. That yeah, we do. yeah, yeah. But the whole point is, I, I think, like, even for the podcast, we'd have to have, you know, a researcher or, an or what have you to have this compile all of that data. And now we don't. No, that would be nice. We're going to have to do that eventually. We're going to make courses for you guys. So should I hit another takeaway? No, no, we're just going to ignore you. For the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please go. Okay, let's do another one. Uh, so we talked about AI. Uh, I think the, another big one is uh, the shift ongoing shift of performance work and one yeah, of the okay. uh, more interesting stats i heard so um, this is going to be more healthcare flavored i went to a session yesterday i'm talking about the healthcare platforms and there's a lot of them out there both you know off the shelf vendors like Nomad, people like i am who have built their own and i was ta- i was sitting next to our friend april hansen right going back to on stage talking and they threw a crazy stat out the past Average recruiter was able to average like 30 to 40, maybe 50 traveler nurses on a site. Yep. I has got a recruiter, they have a recruiter who's got 320 uh, nurses on a site this month. Because they can automate so much of it. And like one of the reasons that I has been so impressive, I mean, they're $12 billion and they're, you know, highlighted in all of their keynotes now. Uh, but one of the reasons they've been so successful is having that really strong platform technology and then also having really responsive recruiters that are able to come in and give the personalized touch on top of that. Very nice. I like that. I uh, attended um, the uh, professional services session with Lisa Brzonic, um, which was amazing, by the way, but they got into the top of the DE&I how our team's focusing on this with, I'm sure, you know, unsurety as we come into 2023. So I thought that was an amazing session. Um, Give really tactical advice to firms on how they can continue to focus on DE and I without draining budgets. Yeah. And you guys can hear the background, the guys playing the bells for everyone. To yeah, go it's the most annoying thing. It's really, <laughs> I really want a xylophone and like a professional musician next time. So, so another, another, good se- another good session I went to today um, was, was focused on lessons from the pandemic. It seems like it's so it's been so long ago, but there's still plenty of like fresh things have come out of that. Really? Uh, like like I, the Fed not knowing well, what to do. Yeah. Well, I think I think that what we're some of the stuff that we're seeing now, so there is a twenty eight percent increase in continued based work. And a lot of that is because of certainty not just from the pandemic, but because of the economy too. People are wanting to are wanting more of that contract short term work that gives them flexibility. And with one of the things that you keep hearing from is all about flexibilities. Making sure that you can have the remote work option 
because a lot of people want to work in note. I mean, having that work flexibility, addition to like being able to work at you know, different shifts at different places is becoming more and more important. I like it. I like yeah, it. I, I do like this idea that you don't have to look for one employer. You can have multiple, like, things you're doing. Like, I mean, I, you, you can have, like, eight businesses. <laughs> so I have the podcast and this, and I do a little bit of consulting. Um, Matt, you just saw a lot of AI software and chatbot. I want them to open up that discussion, though. So this is what I want to see more of, because I, I agree. I think this... Well, and I think what Gen Z and even millennials have done is help large employers, small employers see that this generation understands that one job may not support the band. Let's go. Right? Yeah. And so how do we enable them I to hope. be more control of their, their, their income, their retirement, their benefits, all of these types of things? And if we're really going to start talking or pontificating, being completely outside of the box, we have to understand that traditional employer employee kind of make up thing called inflation. And may not work. all of a sudden, like somehow in the fifties, one like one family member could work, and you could have a nice house in the suburbs and put your kids through school. That's just not happening anymore. No. That's not a reality. So, like, it's not a reality. If you don't want to make that reality happen, like, if you want to be where your parents were, right? I think millennials have seven percent of the wealth, and when uh, the generation before they, our age group, they still have a high age group. I'm a Gen Xer. Yeah, they were <laughs> they were at 22 percent of the national wealth in the U.S. So there's this huge issue, right? Of like millennial, we have seven. Mark Zuckerberg probably has most of it. To yeah. be honest with you, and then we get <laughs> the rest over. But we're what like 15 percentage points down from where one generation ago they were at our age. Yeah. So that's a huge issue. Uh, so I, to the point, it's like. We need multiple jobs to do the thing that we need to do. To have everything that yeah. baby boomers had and Gen Xers had and, and all of that. And, and so I absolutely think that we have to just erase this traditional employer-employee mindset. And then that gives us this beautiful, clean slate to be able to innovate. Yeah. And I think it was like that they were talking about it. So it is, it's come up multiple times, right? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Really what else you got? You, you mentioned inflation. And I guess the, some, some good news. You know, that came out of yesterday's session was that um, even despite all the economic uncertainty, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering what it means for industry. And there is general optimism that a person with a bad thing for staffing. There's still, you know, 6.3 million more jobs and workers out there. So there's tons of opportunities for work. I think Barry said is forecasting 2% industry growth. Which, you know, not a huge growth, but it's better than not growth. So, yes. You know, well, definitely, there's, there's tons of opportunity out there to make them up. Um, a couple of quick leadership uh, uh, quick hitters that I took. Um, one, there was a the, the keynote this morning. Um, there was a note around just surrounding yourself with other growth leaders if you want to, um, you know, bring success into your company. That's like one of the great things about. Shows like this is there's so many great leaders to network with. And yeah. You get, you get so many good takeaways from working with like-minded individuals. I thought it was interesting. A lot of them were like, I would have tried to work with a business coach earlier. Yeah, it was some really interesting. There, there's, a, there's a general uh, across the board a couple of sessions that, you know, when people ask about like regrets they had, it's always that they didn't do something sooner. Uh, there was like, there, in the COVID, in the COVID uh, breakout, um, 
one of the everyone, one, everyone one, want one, to start a travel one, nursing one, one, center. One, one of the folks <laughs> on, one of the folks right. on, and win the lottery. One of the folks on the panel was just talking about how there are only only regret those transformations. They didn't start early. And so it's something that we see folks that we work with all the time that uh, there's hesitancy here to delays in their decision. And you point, you hear all these people say they wish it's sooner. And so it's you know, ultimately up to um, salespeople to help understand like what they're missing out on by not being a sooner. So I'm going to, I know we're salespeople, all of us, and everyone's a salesperson, to be honest. But it's not, in, in the world that we live in, it's not the salesperson's job to educate the consumer. That's that's changed. That was the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Starting when the internet era, like, you educate yourself. So if you, like, you, obviously you need a coach or you need a guide, usually. But we're in the self-education. You need a rescue ranger. You need a rescue We're in the self-education age. So, like, as much as you could rely on a salesperson, there, like, if you don't, maybe you don't know, you don't know. There's self, I get that. There's self-education to the extent where uh, the salesperson should help uh, they don't know how much the, the challenge is cost, how to understand the cost associated with that. Of course. The cost of an action, especially in like, Yeah, that economic, should be on your website too. An economic, economic climate like this, understanding the cost of an action is going to be important for a decision. I agree with that. I, so, I, I agree with that. Helping uh, a customer monetize, monet, actually monetize the amount. Well, I mean, that, that's a huge yeah, opportunity. Money, was, spot, money talks to Mr. Ed. Is that little win? I'd be, uh, on the, on the sales front, Seth Madison, uh, during his keynote yesterday, um, talked about, uh, she's like, Lauren has got the, the Lauren's got the, shakes I got going the Jimmy right too. Um, so and I'm just trying to like they, be calm. They put up, they put up a, he put up a slide that showed uh, the things that matter most to nurses. And the, oh, yeah, that was and, and the takeaway from that was that you need to understand the person that you're marketing or selling to understand what their underlying are and what drives them. And have really specific messaging from the sales team. And so, what matters to them? And if you go in, you know, talking about one thing, it's not something they care about, you're going to miss the mark completely. And so, yeah. it's, uh, understanding your, you know, who your target, what their underlying motives are, what their so values are, what their, their values are. Oh my God, did you? Their mission, vision, values. Oh, yeah. So, I was so, so fascinating in the, in the keynote this morning. The, uh, one of the things that they said was like, you don't want a one size fit all for your pinholes. You have to do things based on your mission, vision, and values. And every time someone says something about mission, vision, and values, and I go back to that workshop we taught, when people were like, just tell us what to buy. Just tell and us. we were like, we can't because we don't know your mission, vision, or values. Right. Uh, but these 100 million plus firms, like the, the, the leaders of these firms, some of the leaders, were like, hey, we, um, we make decisions based on our mission, vision, values. And then we decide what tech to buy, what coach to work with, how to drive our business. Yeah. It, Pay attention to those. Pay attention. Mission, yeah, values, they're everything. And speaking, of, the last thing I'll, I'll comment on, Jess Calzaretta from Instant Global was talking about some of it. It's, it's interesting. We hear a lot about candidates where they are. Um, her comment was meeting employees where they are. And when she said that, she was referring to um, what they've done to help uh, provide mental health counseling support. And also giving that work-life flexibility and offering remote work because uh, they're putting their employees first. Lauren, who's your there. first customer as who? a business owner? What is who is your first customer? Leslie Vickery. Who's your first? No, oh, you're, oh. You're, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> when you are the business owner, who is your first customer? When I am the business owner, who is my first customer? We say this all the time on the show. We do. 
your internal employees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My team. I was. I would I like to point out that Lauren, I caught Lauren in the middle of like looking somewhere, looking away. So I'm sorry, Lauren. Well, your, no, your okay. first customer is your internal employees. If you serve them well. If you serve them well, they will serve your customers well. But I, 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 I wanted to, I, I'm going to get in the weeds on that one just a little bit okay. because I've given it a ton of thought as of late. Okay. Um, well, you have your own employees now. I have my own employees now, so I know the difference. And if I'm not taking care of myself, I don't take care of them really okay, well. But that's kind of on the same vein. I like it's that. The so, same the, vein. so your first customer is yourself. But you're first, That's good. I like that. Yeah, you're first, you got to take care. I will update it. We're going to update it. We're going to update it. Yourself, you got to take your care internal of you, employees, your internal employees, and your candidates yeah. and customers. Because I'm the best version of me when I'm taking care of myself and when I give the most to my people. And you yeah. don't want to see you don't, you don't want to see angry or hangry Lauren. I've seen angry all day. Yeah, yeah. it's not a good life. <laughs> the, the missus was angry the other day, and I was I messed up ordering her food, and she we were driving home, and I was just in silence oh in the God. car. Like She's in the corner. adorable, by the way. I was like cowering in the corner of this car. <laughs> She's adorable. I could have spent all night talking to yes. her. Well, you will do that tonight. Yeah, you know saying. All right, guys. Sorry for the for the video quality. Next time I'll bring my camera. We're in Miami. I can just brought it down with me. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for taking you me. Thanks for having me again. Lauren, thank you for not putting me in the corner. And uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. We thank appreciate you. it. Let us know any feedback questions you have. Uh, if you want to see more of Matt or anybody else, or if you want to wave hello to anyone who walked by at, the, at some point, that would be amazing. Uh, and if you can play the xylophone and you would like to work at a conference one day with us, you can come on the podcast. Let us know. All right. I'm a xylophonist. Thank you for listening to the You Own the Experience podcast. You can catch all our previous episodes at whyweepodcast.com and learn more about our thriving staffing community by signing up for the Wiley newsletter. And coming soon is Staffing Huddle, an online vocal community dedicated to your staffing success. I'm Rob. And I'm Lauren. Go do something good. Bye, guys.